Hi, this is your host Corbin, and this is your guide for Matthew Vaughn's Kingsman The Golden Circle, the second installment in the Kingsman franchise. Before we get into the making of the film, allow me to take you back to 2017 to remember the top movies released that year. They were Get Out, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Coco, It Chapter 1, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Logan, The Florida Project, John Wick Chapter 2, and The Lego Batman Movie. From that year, we have reviewed Silence, Ghost in the Shell, Your Name, Split, Dunkirk, Kong Skull Island, Three Billboards, Baby Driver, You Were Never Really Here, First Reformed, A Ghost Story, Phantom Thread, and Blade Runner 2049. Links to those reviews are in the show notes below. If you'd like to reminisce more about the films of 2017, then head over to letterbox.com. Make sure to follow me and Alan over there. Links to our profiles are below. At the 89th Academy Awards, Best Picture went to Moonlight. Before Kingsman The Secret Service was even released, director Matthew Vaughn and comic creator Mark Miller stated they would continue with a sequel if the initial film performed well at the box office. If you'd like to know more about how the film performed at the box office, then see last week's guide. Well, it didn't take long. Fox announced two months after the film's release, a sequel was in development, but whether Vaughn would actually be able to come back was up in the air. The now in-demand director was working on two Fox films, the script for a rebooted Flash Gordon movie and the true story of Eddie the Eagle, the latter of which has come to fruition and which I really enjoyed. Further complications ensued when lead star Taron Edgerton signed on to the Lionsgate Robin Hood movie. This conflicted with shooting the Kingsman sequel until they resolved to shoot Robin Hood after filming wrapped on Kingsman 2. A year later, in March 2016, it was confirmed by Vaughn that Julianne Moore and Halle Berry had signed on to the sequel and the subtitle would be The Golden Circle. A number of other high-profile actors signed on as well, which we'll talk about in the review next week, but the big news is that Colin Firth would be returning, something Vaughn teased the entire time. To increase hype for the upcoming sequel, Fox released a Kingsman-Archer crossover short film featuring Sterling Archer from the Fox TV show. A new clothing line was put out like last time. Multiple hard alcohols were released as well, along with a tie-in video game released for mobile. Just like last time, this installment moved release dates multiple times, first with a summer release date in June, which moved to October and then moved up to September. Tying in with the release of the film, Miller put out the Big Exit and the Red Diamond sequel comics, which feature their own adventures outside of the films. Like the first film, this was released in IMAX. So with a September release date, it had moved out of the dregs of February, which Valentine's Day, uh, this was, I believe this was getting close to when Deadpool would come out, would revitalize that holiday and make that kind of a big tentpole area. So this moved later into the year. So audiences did have to wait two years, seven months, and nine days. Really not too long. That's pretty average for a sequel time to be put out. It was given a bigger budget this time around, $104 million, a little bit of a strange number there, but nevertheless, it had bumped up quite a bit and it did pay off. Opening weekend, it grossed $39 million. It was number one at the box office, unlike last time, where the first movie came in at number two. So, well, what did it go up against? It went up against It, Chapter 1. It dethroned it from the number one spot, and that was its third week at the uh, cinemas. The Lego Ninjago movie, which I think I saw at the theater. I wasn't there for Kingsman. This debuted at number three, American Assassin came in at number four, and Mother 
came in at number five. Kingsman did stay number one at the box office for its second week in a row, going up against American Made coming in at number three and Flatliners, the remake coming in at number five. Do not waste your time with that movie. Well, Kingsman was dethroned on a holiday weekend. Well, what dethroned it? None other than Blade Runner 2049. This was during Columbus Day weekend, early October. Blade Runner got 37.2 million. Not crazy by any stretch of the imagination, but everybody had that wanted to see Kingsman, you know, that initial rush, it had already happened. So it only grows $10.1 million. The Mountain Between Us, which um, has some pretty high profile stars in it. I haven't seen it. That came out number two, 11.9 million. It actually jumped above Kingsman at number three. My Little Pony, the movie debuted at number four. From there, Kingsman would just continue to sink in the box office and make, you know, pretty paltry uh, weekend grosses. It was released in 4,003 theaters with a widest release of 4,038. That is over 800 more theaters than last time. So Fox was really banking on this one. This might come as a shock to some of you listeners. Kingsman, the sequel, did worse domestically than the original. It grossed about $28 million less, only about $100 million domestically. So it really didn't do very well domestically. It did okay. It made back its budget for the most part. Um, foreign markets, it did even better than last time, $310.6 million for a worldwide total of $410.9 million. It should be noted, this is about $3 million less than the last movie. So that's a little disconcerting. While it still did great, it still didn't quite get this to a billion dollar franchise. The franchise at this point had grossed over $800 million. That's still very impressive for, you know, a brand new property, essentially, or at least for the sequel of one. But nevertheless, audiences, despite that initial opening charge, just weren't coming out for it like they did the original. Well, speaking of audiences, straight out of the theater, people gave it a B-plus cinema score, the exact same as last time. Critics weren't as enthused with this film as they were the last time. It has a 44 meta score. Not even half of critics endorsed the film. Same story over on Rotten Tomatoes, 50% rating. So it is considered rotten. 50% didn't like it. 50% liked it. And it dropped 20% on the audience score down to 64%. IMDb rating, it drops a full point as well from last time down to a pretty mediocre 6.7. And there's a decent drop on Letterboxd to a 3.1. So across the board, these scores are not good. They're fairly disappointing and the box office returns are mediocre at best, uh, especially for a sequel Sequels for popular first installments tend to do a lot better. This just wasn't the case for the most part this time around. Thank you listeners for coming along with me as I have been your guide to the production and impact of this film. Now that you have your guide to Kingsman the Golden Circle, make sure to subscribe to the podcast for my full review coming next Monday. And tune in the week after as we go back to World War I for the King's Main. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin.
The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.